Good morning, good morning to everyone on the prayer call line this morning. Awesome praise and worship, worship this morning. What a wonderful, wonderful worship. I want to thank God this morning that he never will, never will fail. He never fails us. And we thank God for his grace, his grace this morning. I love that word. It said, I'm an empty space, hopeless, without grace. So we thank God for your grace this morning, Lord. We thank you. We honor you this morning. We say good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. And good morning, Holy Spirit. You are welcome. You are welcome on this call. Hallelujah. We want to welcome all that are on the call this morning. We're glad that you got up with us. We honor, honor you clergy and pastors and laypersons and intercessors and everyone that calls on the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for getting up with us today. I want to introduce you to our team. I am Elder Claude Lang from New Destiny, and we have with us this morning uh, our beloved Bishop Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you. We thank God for them, the angels of the house and the vision carriers. We thank God for you and bless you in the name of the Lord. Tanika Smothers, Sister Tanika Smothers is our prayer call controller who provided and presented that awesome worship this morning. We thank you this morning, Sister Tanika. And we have with us for devotion this morning, Sister Audrey White. Good morning, Sister Audrey. How are you today? Good morning, Elder Claude. I am doing wonderful this morning. Thank you for asking. Good morning to Sister Tanika and all who are on the call. Amen. Amen. We also have with us on the team um, Sister Janice Allen. Sister Janice, how are you this morning? Good morning, Elder. I'm doing good, and good morning to all who's on the call, to Sister Audrey and Sister Tanika. God bless. Amen. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be on this call again this morning. We look forward to, Lord God, your Holy Spirit leading and guiding and speaking and declaring your word, Lord. Your word, Lord, is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path, Lord. And we thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for the opportunity to devote this time unto you. Now use, Lord. Use, Lord Jesus, Sister Audrey in this devotion. And use Sister Janice, Lord God, in our intercessory prayer time this morning, we thank you for this. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Sister Audrey, we turn it over to you. Amen. Thank you, Elder Claude, for that prayer. And by God's grace, I'll be <laughs> delivering the devotion today. 
uh, entitled Abounding Grace, Empowered by Grace to Serve Others. We've been talking about grace for the last few Sundays, and I've been thoroughly enjoying the word and uh, taking nuggets. And uh, this morning I'll be building this devotion around a scripture, our scripture that comes from, we have several, but I'll be building um, it on 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10, where God says, God has given, well, Peter is, uh, Paul is talking, I'm sorry, is saying God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. That is the New Living Translation. Again, our subject is empowered by grace to serve others. So I'd like to start by just kind of breaking down the meaning of what it means to be empowered. When we hear the word empowered, we mean that we have been given a knowledge to do a thing, whether that's through education or mentoring or training or whatever means it is to gain knowledge of the thing that we will be doing. Uh, it means that we've been given the ability to do it, or we've been given the authority through either uh, appointment or being delegated. And sometimes when that uh, appointment or being delegated to do a task comes, we're not always ready for that. We're, we have doubts that we are able to carry it out. But if we are empowered, we have been given the uh, the knowledge that we need, the ability that we need, and we should be given the authority to do that thing that we have been called to do. So the empowering grace that God gives us is something that he gives us even before we were formed in our mother's womb. We had an assignment and a purpose before God formed us in our mother's womb. So be so to be empowered by grace is to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the grace that we need. In fact, in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, the Holy Spirit is called the Spirit of grace, the Spirit of grace in supplication. We can also see that he's called the Spirit of grace in the New Testament in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 29. So the empowering grace of God is nothing less than being empowered, being empowered, uh, receiving the power of God through the Holy Spirit who is working in and through us for his great pleasure. It is he who gives us the ability. It is he who equips us. So God has already given us all we need that pertains to life in godliness. He's given us what we need to live a life of righteousness and to be of service to other others, which ultimately means while we're serving others, we're serving him and therefore advancing his kingdom. And so we thank God for grace. And yes, we have saving grace. We're saved by the grace of God. Thank God for his saving grace. But he also fulfilled his promise not that he would not leave us to our own devices, or to do things by our own strength. But he gave us his Holy Spirit, the spirit of grace, to do the assignment that he has called us to do, and also to be able to live a righteous life, 
to be victorious over trials and temptations and tests, and to be well able to carry out every good work. So when we think we can't do the assignment, his grace abounds. When we doubt that we can do the assignment because it's bigger than we could ever imagine doing in our own strength, he says, trust me, do what I said you can do. Use what you have in some cases. Use what you have already. Use what's in your hand, as he told Moses. Just start. Take that step of faith and know that my grace, my ability and power, the Holy Spirit abounds through you, towards you, and he is sufficient for you. So that means we all have gifts. And the gifts we have are not to to hoard or to brag about. Some of us are very good at what we do, very powerful and anointed. But they're not for us. They're they're to be used to be a blessing to others. Again, our scripture that we started with today in 1 Peter 4 and 10, again, it says that he's given, God has given us the gift from his variety of spiritual gifts, and he says to use them. That's the purpose of having the gift, not for the the bragging and for the puffing up. It's to be of service one to another. So it mentions spiritual gifts in this scripture, and we all know about those spiritual gifts, you know, the ones that Jesus left for the building of the church and the maturing of the saints, you know, the ones that, uh, are called the, name, the named ones, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the prophets and the teachers found in Ephesians 4. Uh, ones that we may have uh, received and some of us may not have those titles. But it says also in First Peter, I think uh, 4 and 10 through 11, it says, as each one has received the gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So we're always giving out. And if anyone speaks, in verse 11 it says, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. So those are the spiritual gifts, but we don't have to get really, really deep and look to the, just the spiritual gifts. We have uh, other gifts that God has given us, natural abilities that God has endowed us with, empowered us with, to be a blessing to others in the kingdom and everywhere outside the kingdom. We have been given the grace to serve in whatever capacity he has called us to, to be in. We've been given the grace to do our job well, to do whatever thing that is productive, that's a blessing to others, that thing that you're even doing now. God has empowered you, graced you, and blessed you to do it. And we can all look back and say something of, or, of some time that I never thought I'd be doing this. I never saw myself here or doing what I'm doing. I never thought I would be able to do it. But God had already gifted you and empowered you and put you in a place, open the door for you to go through and to do it, all for his glory and all for the benefit of someone that needed that, that you could you could fill a gap, you could be the solution, you could fill the need. 
So it takes the empowerment of grace to, to, to do whatever we do, especially if you're serving and working with people, which we all do in some capacity. Think about those who are doing those hard jobs. And in my mind, some of those hard jobs are those who are working in emergency rooms or with the critically and terminally ill, and, and they're doing that day after day. The first responders, uh, those who are uh, working with people who have been traumatized or uh, mentally ill, bound with drugs, uh, to work with, with church folks even, you name it. <laughs> if you're one that that have been empowered with such grace, you might say, oh, that's just what I do. You know, that's something that I, I have a heart for, a passion for, and it's not hard for me. That's because it, it's their lane. They were equipped to, to handle it. But for someone who's been given a different uh, gift, they may not, they may say, I don't, I don't know how you do it. It couldn't be me. But if you are, if you've received the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to do that particular assignment, it would be easy because it is the Holy Spirit working in you, both to will and to do for God's good pleasure. So God has equipped us for the thing that he's assigned us to do. Well, as we've we probably all heard it back in the day, uh, um, especially when it comes to spiritual gifts, that you may not be qualified, but God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the ones that he has called. It is his work in us. It is the equipping. So while we prepare for certain assignments, and, and that's all good, and, and, and what we should do, the bottom line is we should think of ourselves just like Paul, not lifting ourselves up in pride or trying to steal God's glory, but rather Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. And from the standpoint of holding an office or a position in the kingdom, the first grace gift God gives us after he saved us is that of a servant. He calls us servants before he calls us anything else. The mantle of servant precedes all other offices, all other positions or titles in the body of Christ. And we can look at Paul again. In, in, in his letters, he started off by saying, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle. Today, most people we know are not that humble. They've, they've achieved their titles and their degrees and everything, and they want you to call them by that title. If not, they feel disrespected. But we can look at, look at our Lord Jesus and be reminded that he had told his disciples at a time when some of them were in that place and they were looking for recognition that they should seek to be servants, for he himself came not to be served, but to serve. In Mark 10, verses 43 through 30, I mean 45, the grace of God on Jesus Christ flowed as he served mankind. And in my reading, he revealed himself to us as a servant before he revealed himself to us as the Christ. So I would say, may we have heart to unselfishly serve others 
by God's empowering grace, which is the power of God working in and through us. God does in us that which we cannot do on our own. So I say let grace abound. May we yield our ways to God's ways so that he may put his super, which is the Holy Spirit, on our natural abilities and his extra on our ordinary abilities. May he equip us for the assignment. He will equip us for the assignment, for the call that he has called us to in in his kingdom so that he can accomplish amazing things in this earth. May his kingdom come and expand and advance, and his will be done in earth as it is in heaven, so that he would be glorified forever and ever. Amen. Elder Claude? Amen. Amen. That is an awesome and wonderful, wonderful, empowering, I say empowering devotion this morning. Thank you, Sister Audrey. And we are going to revisit that in just a second. Uh, We'll come back to you after we now pray. This is the prayer call. Lord, we pray for our sister Janice to come forth and intercede. Lord, we ask that you would strengthen her and give her, Lord God, the power of your grace. Now, I pray that everyone will agree with her as she goes forward to bring our uh, prayer requests and praise reports. Sister Janice. Thank you, Elder Claude, and thank you, Sister Audrey, for that awesome devotion. This morning, we have a a praise report from Minister Anita Majette, and she says, hello, intercessors. The praise report is, my niece, Jamok, went home from the hospital. She has to go back in seven days, and they may have to do a biopsy, even though it's not quite over, we still give God praise. Thank you so much for your powerful prayers. And Father, we thank you for this praise report, and we thank you that you have completed the work, Father God, that needs to be done. We thank you that you are causing those things, Lord God, that are out of order to come into order to seal this complete work of healing in Minister Anita's niece in her life, in her body, in her mind. We thank you for wellness, wholeness, and we thank you, Lord God, for the supernatural healing power of your grace. And we thank you for the prayers that have already gone up, Father God. And you said in your word, I will answer them before they even call to me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. Isaiah 65 and 24. We're lifting up to you, Father Candace Bryant's uh, request and her ask for us to pray for her son, Ramon Marcel Henderson, and her grandson's mother, uh, Kayla, uh, um, and Lord God, for them to live in Christ. We thank you for salvation, Father God. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that they be led by your word. And we ask, Father God, that you would cause there to be a healing in Michael's life, her grandson Michael. Father, we pray that you draw Ramon and Kayla to yourself. Draw them by your spirit divine, 
for no man can come to you unless they are drawn by you. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. So, Father, open their eyes to the truth of your love for them. We ask in the name of Jesus that their lives be committed and submitted to you, that they have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of all that you have called them to do in the kingdom. We thank you, Lord God, and come against everything that would try to hinder and block the path that you have set for them. Let bitterness give away to the power and presence of God. Let rebellion give way to your will in the name of Jesus. Let them walk in integrity and love and all that is godly to retain contentment in you. Father, touch Michael and Candace's grandson. Father, Michael, Candace's grandson, Father, touch his body and give him the abilities that exceed his age of three years old. Let his speech be clear and precise. Father, better than a three-year-old. Father, we thank you that he will live in righteousness with you and living out the destiny that you have for his life. In Jesus' mighty and merciful name, we give you all the glory and all the honor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We lift up Charlotte Walker's request, Lord God. And, Father, we thank you for her family. Lord Jesus, she's praying that her family would come to know you and have a personal relationship with you. And so, Father, we lift up these family members, Lord God, to you right now. Father, draw the Walker family to you. Let them surrender all to you. Give them hearts after your will in their lives. Father, let them uh, be for the cause of Christ. Let them go after you as never before, seeking your face, Father God, and, and seeking the kingdom of your righteousness, Father. Father, let them fall in love with you and cause their ears to hear and their eyes to see you, the true and living God that you are the truth and that you, Lord God, will fight every enemy that will try to come against them and keep them in the darkness. But, Father, the light of your glory be in them and let them encounter you in their dreams and through your children, Father, who are lovers of Christ. And let the Holy Spirit set the course of their new lives in you. Father, we thank you for it all. Your word says, but when God... Our Savior revealed his kindness and love. He saved us, not because of the righteous thing we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. Because of his grace, he made us right in his right sight and gave us confidence that we would inherit eternal life. Titus 3, 4, and 5. And Father, we thank you, Lord God, in this further request of Candace, Lord Jesus. Uh, Charlotte, Father, we pray, Lord God, and lift up Taylor and Sarita. Lord God, they need you right now. Father, we pray for your mercy and the blood of Jesus that flows from you, the cross of Calvary, the work of the cross, Father. We apply the blood that flowed from you and the water that flowed out of you be applied to Taylor and Sarita, Father God, bringing divine healing and deliverance. Father, in the blood of Jesus, there is life, and that is the life you came to give them. 
And we pray for grace and mercy to find them and follow them all the rest of their lives. Father, bring peace and send helping hands to assist in assist them in whatever is needed. Send helping hands who has been lifted up to you in prayer and praise. Calm all that is dis- disruptive. Father, we, we seek peace and calm throughout the days to come and wholeness and healing throughout the days to come. Strengthen and satisfy their entire being. Father God, stabilize them in Jesus' great and mighty name. And Lord God, we thank you for your people, Israel. We lift them up to you, Lord God, and we ask that you give Israel greater understanding of your heart so that they may know and the hope to which you have called them, that they will know the riches and gloriousness of your blessing. Father, you have promised to your holy people because of your compassion for Israel, you strengthen them and restore them, for you are their Lord, and you hear their cries. By your authority alone, they shall go wherever they wish, Father God. And we thank you, Father, for saving Israel and delivering them out of the hands of their enemies. Blessed be the God of Israel. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen and amen. Thank God for that powerful prayer of agreement and healing and deliverance and salvation. Wow, thank God for these prayers. And we thank God for every prayer request. And we declare that every prayer request will receive a praise report. And we look forward to every one of you calling in and putting in your praise report along with your prayer request. Thank God for it because we love to pray and we believe, we believe God when we pray. So don't miss out. Come and put in your prayer requests. Uh, it's, it's powerful. We're, we're, we're experiencing an answer to our prayers on this prayer line. Amen? Amen. Let's go back to Sister Audrey and see what else you have for us this morning, Sister Audrey. Amen. Thank you again, Elder Claude, and thank you, Sister Janice, for that powerful prayer. I agree. In Jesus' name, prayers that get results. Um, Again, this morning we're talking about being empowered to serve others. So each of us have been called to be a blessing by serving others, and God has given us his Holy Spirit, excuse me, to help us, the Holy Spirit empowers us to do what the assignment is that God has given us, to, to do the opportunity that has been set before us and to do it well. So God, we don't have to worry about if we can do it because when we trust God, he empowers us through his spirit to meet that need. This is the year of God's abounding grace, which means that grace is in full, it's plentiful. Grace is always with us. But when I'm keep, I keep hearing that this is going to be a year that's going to be, uh, where every year is probably something that's going to be a little challenging. And, but we'll get through it. God's people will get through it because of his grace. And so even um, if what 
we're being um, asked to do seems bigger than we can do in our own strength, that's an opportunity for God to shine in and through us. We don't need to worry. We just need to know that God has our back and he will give us what we need. So we can be bold enough to say that um, I'll be the solutionist. I'll be the one that's the game changer. I'll be the one to take that step of step of faith because I'm dependent on God and his empowerment to do it. And remember that God will stretch us. He will test us. I mean, it would seem like it's impossible. It is for us, but not with God. Remember when he called Noah, he empowered Noah. Noah had never seen a boat, nor had he seen rain, but God empowered him to build that big old ship or whatever it was. You know, and God empowered Nehemiah to build the wall in the midst of all of his enemies and all the oppositions. He gave them favor and all of that. So we can be just as um, bold and have as much faith to just trust God and to go out there and use our gifts, use our ability, use our knowledge, use the authority or the uh, answer the call to be a blessing to someone else. And in that, we give God, we're serving God, and we're bringing him glory in Jesus' name. Amen. That was another power-packed, um, just just a snippet you just gave us again. So we thank God for you this morning for unpacking that awesome devotion this morning about the empowering grace of God. So this morning, we ask that every person, I pray that you heard this. If you couldn't keep uh, uh, or had the ability to write notes because you're driving, we want you to drive safe. You know, out there, it's raining today. Um, and you're on your way into the office, on your way into work. We pray that you come back and revisit um, this prayer call uh, recording so that you can pick up and and get um, more out of what has been served this morning. Breakfast of Champions. Amen. Well, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that you have given us again, Lord, in your presence. You have graced us, Lord, graced us with an empowering word and devotion this morning because, Lord God, we have sown unto you Lord God, in righteousness. We, Lord God, have received righteousness, favor, and mercy, and your grace this morning to go and to do according to all that you, Lord God, have empowered us to do today. Thank you, Lord God. Give us, Lord, hearts, Lord, like my sister said, that are, Lord God, full of grace to unselfishly serve you, Lord God, and others by your grace. Amen and amen. Well, we ask that you would uh, come in tonight, be in the house tonight. This is Wednesday midweek service. There's a word. There's a word. There's a word. I think that's all I got to say. Um, Please come and be there. Uh, And if you can't be there, of course, stream live. But there's nothing like being in a house. Amen? So um, 
Uh, also, uh, we have, uh, again, tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. prayer, be on this call and tell other people, tell other people in other states, tell loved ones, friends, family about this prayer call and how empowering it is and how we love to pray and how God is answering our prayers. Amen? Invite them to come to the prayer call and invite somebody to come with you tonight when you show up in the house. Amen. Well, God bless you. We've prayed. We believe. So on behalf of myself, our beloved bishop and pastor, uh, Sister Tanika, our beloved sister, Audrey White, and Sister Janice Allen, this morning we say thank you for coming to the prayer call. May God richly bless you throughout your day. Amen and amen.